0: This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University, WMUL FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at five—the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone. This is Thursday, April twenty second, twenty twenty one. I'm Mike Stanley.
1: And I'm Zane Bowles. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, doctors urge Alexei Nalvani to end hunger strike, all on your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Guy Luis will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Ryan Stirk will be in with the FM 88 Sports Report. The current temperature outside is a cloudy 50 degrees.
0: And now on to our top story. The Oscars are finally here after a year that erased movie titles from marquees and sent seismic shockwaves through Hollywood. Sunday's Academy Awards will take place two months later than usual in a crowdless ceremony at Los Angeles' Union Station, and with a batch of nominees that have barely played in movie theaters. Given such an unusual year, this year's awards have been called the, quote, asterisk Oscars, unquote. Here is what to look for. The broadcast will be the most transformed it has been in decades, and the nominees are the most diverse ever, including record numbers of female nominees and non-white acting nominees.
1: A crew has returned from the northernmost islands in the Hawaiian archipelago this week with a boatload of marine plastic and abandoned fishing nets that threaten to entangle endangered Hawaiian monk seals and other animals. The cleanup effort in the nation's largest protected marine reserve lasted three weeks, and the crew picked up more than 47 tons of, quote, ghost nets, unquote, and other marine plastics. The uninhabited islands are in the northern Pacific Ocean and surrounded by what is known as the Great Pacific Garbage Patch a huge gyre of floating plastic and other debris that circulates in ocean currents.
0: President Joe Biden's nominees to the governing board of the U.S. Postal Service are pledging to rebuild trust with the American public and ensure prompt deliveries. They made those pledges while outlining a vision for the agency in their first formal statements to lawmakers. The nominees spoke today during their confirmation hearing before the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee. The panel did not immediately vote on the nominations. The hearing marked the first step in a process that could reshape the board as Postmaster General Louis DeJoy pursues a controversial overhaul of mail operations following outrage last year over delivery slowdowns.
1: The leaders of Russia and China have put aside their raw worded disputes with U.S. President Joe Biden long enough to pledge international cooperation on cutting climate-wrecking coal and petroleum emissions. Those leaders and dozens of others were part of a live stream summit today showcasing America's return to the fight against global warming after former President Donald Trump's withdrawal. Biden made an ambitious pledge to cut by at least one half the damaging fumes that America is pumping out. There were important pledges from Japan, Canada, and South Korean too. Those specifics were lacking from Russia, China, and most others. Biden said the world faces, quote, a moment of peril but a moment of opportunity, unquote.
0: Imprisoned Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny says in an emotional message from behind bars that he felt, quote, pride and hope, unquote, after learning from his lawyer about the mass protests demanding his freedom that swept Russia yesterday. Meanwhile, Navalny's doctors urged him to, quote, immediately, unquote, end a prison hunger strike now in its fourth week, quote, to save his life and health, unquote. A top aide said the protests seemed to have contributed in pressuring authorities to get him much-needed medical attention. Navalny said on Instagram today that he hadn't known, quote, what was really happening, unquote, because he only has access to one TV channel in prison.
1: Coming up, woman convicted in death of five-year-old grandson, that and more news from across the tri-state, when NewsCenter 88 returns, right after this.
2: Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes? It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America
0: the worldwide leader of Marshall University sports coverage.
3: Welcome back into the Soul Ballroom at the Convention Center in Riviera Maya, Mexico. WMUL welcomes you to the mountain town of Blacksburg, Virginia. We are
1: high up here at the Gund Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. It's the 2005 Kraft Mac Women's Basketball Tournament.
0: Welcome back to Firestone Stadium in Akron,
3: Ohio, the 2005. Bottom of the first inning, no score here at Appalachian Power Park.
2: Marshall.
0: WMUL FM, Huntington.
2: and welcome to the Music Request Hotline. Please state the name of the genre you'd like to hear. Alternative? You said hip-hop. If that's correct, please say yes. No. You have confirmed hip-hop.
1: No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. What's that? I said alternative.
2: Country you want to hear? No, no,
0: no.
3: Country it is. No, you I said, said alternative. Sports. Alternative sports. rock. Music. No, no. Okay. Tired
2: of ignored requests? Call 696-6651 no, no, no. no, and get what you asked for no, on WMUL no, no. FM. No, I oh, want to hear jazz. Jazz. Oh, yeah. dilly, dilly, I'm no. the jazz.
0: Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best newscast in the state of West Virginia by the Associated Press. I'm Mike Stanley.
1: And I'm Zane Bowles. Two rural health care providers in West Virginia will get $418,000 from the federal government. The state's U.S. Senator said yesterday that Work County Health Service Association will get about $218,800 and Williamson Health and Wellness Center will receive $200,000. Democratic Senator Joe Manchin and Republican Senator Shelley Moore Capito said they successfully advocated for the U.S. Health Resources and Services Administration to make counties such as Wart County eligible for the rural funding.
0: A once homeless Ohio man whose smooth radio voice made him an internet sensation a decade ago says he's running for governor as a Democrat. Ted Williams was propelled into the spotlight, spotlight excuse me in 2011 after appearing in a video by the Columbus Dispatch panhandling on a highway ramp with a sign advertising his golden voice. The video's millions of views led to national television appearances and earned Williams numerous voiceover jobs. Williams announced his interest in succeeding Republican Ohio Governor Mike DeWine this week on WWGH-FM in Marion, the same station he used to announce a long-shot presidential bid in 2015.
1: The governor's office says Kentucky will spend $23 million to improve highway safety near public schools. The dollars will fund nearly 70 projects in 44 counties. Some of the projects include sidewalks and new turning lanes near schools. One is a tight railroad underpass near the University of Louisville's campus. Many large trucks over the years have crashed into the roof of the tunnel. Officials plan to install a height detection warning that flashes an additional message to warn truck drivers if their vehicle won't clear the underpass.
0: Kentucky's Division of Abandoned Mine Lands is seeking proposals that will attract new industry and jobs for the 2021 Abandoned Mine Land Pilot Project. Excuse me, Pilot Program. A total of $10 million is available to fund economic and community development projects in the state's Appalachian counties. The program has supported 54 projects in Kentucky since 2016. Successful proposals have funded community water systems, job training programs, tourism sites and new industrial parks. For more information about the application process, visit the Energy and Environmental Cabinet's website.
1: A jury deliberated for less than an hour today before convicting a West Virginia woman charged in the death of her five-year-old grandson. The Associated Press reported that 49-year-old Michelle Lynn Boggs of Lost Creek wept at the verdict finding her guilty of knowingly allowing death of a child by parent, guardian, or custodian by child abuse. She is the second person convicted in the 2020 death of Keaton Michael Elliott Boggs. Her son-in-law, Peter James Wazinski Jr., was convicted last month, and her daughter, Chastity Wazinski, is awaiting trial. The boy died after suffering head trauma, numerous bruises, laceration on his genital region.
0: Coming up next, California public schools see sharp decline in enrollment. That and more news from around the nation when NewsCenter 88 returns. Stay with us.
1: Want to know the time of our next sports broadcast? Go to our website at www.marshall.edu slash WMUL and find the entire sports schedule on the front page. You can even go one step further and listen to the game live right off our website. www.marshall.edu slash WMUL Yet another reason why we're the worldwide leader of martial sports coverage. WMUL 88.1
3: Hey man, you dropped something.
2: That's okay, it's just trash anyway.
3: Actually, it's not okay. It's
1: littering. You should pick it up and throw it away. It would be even better to recycle it. What
2: are some other ways I can help out on campus?
1: Try picking up litter around campus, recycling soda cans, plastic bottles, and paper at the designated bins around campus, taking shorter showers to save water, or walk, ride a bike, or even carpool to cut back on air pollution. Thanks man, I appreciate it.
2: Think green and be Marshall green. Brought to you by your friends at the eco-friendly WMUL 88.1 FM.
1: This song is being played on a didgeridoo. A didgeridoo is an instrument made by indigenous Australians. WMUL doesn't have any songs with didgeridoos in them. But what we do have is the Tri-State's largest variety of music, from alternative to hip-hop, jazz to blues, and much more. Plus, our selection is constantly being updated with the latest tunes. So, you know, maybe one day we will have a song with a didgeridoo in it. 88.1 88.1 WMUL FM.
0: Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best news program by the National Broadcasting Society. I'm Mike Stanley.
1: And I'm Zane Bowles. The Florida Supreme Court has dealt a potentially fatal blow to supporters of a proposed constitutional amendment aimed at legalizing marijuana under certain circumstances. The justices ruled that the initiative's ballot summary is, quote, misleading," unquote, in part because it does not spell out that recreational marijuana possession and distribution remains a federal crime. A group called Make It Legal Florida had been gathering petition signatures in hopes of placing the initiative on the 2022 ballot. Now they will have to start all over again. The proposal would permit Floridians 21 and older to possess up to 2.5 ounces of marijuana for personal use with some restrictions.
0: Georgia Governor Brian Kemp says he's not waiting into the debate uh, excuse me, into the debate over a proposed proposal to mine for minerals near the edge of the vast wildlife refuge in the Okefenokee Swamp. The Republican Governor took questions today from business owners and community leaders just a few miles from the federally managed Okefenokee National Wildlife Refuge. Some say the proposed mine would bring needed jobs to the southeast Georgia community. Others fear it could cause irreparable harm to the famed swamp which brings 600,000 visitors each year. Kemp told reporters he's going to let Georgia's regulatory process play out without taking sides. Mining company Twin Pines Minerals has applied for permits with the Georgia Environmental Protection Division.
1: Relatives and friends of Andrew Brown Jr. say that he had a smile that bellied a lifetime of loss and troubles with the law. They say he was a doting father who was quick to crack a joke and was determined to make sure his children had better lives than he had. The 42-year-old Elizabeth City, North Carolina man was shot to death yesterday by a deputy sheriff trying to serve a search warrant. The shooting has prompted protests and demands for accountability. Court records show Brown had a history of criminal charges stretching back into the 1990s, including a misdemeanor drug possession conviction and some pending felony drug charges.
0: The $100 million Indorp water park that Philadelphia developer Bart Blotstein is pursuing at a former Atlantic City casino is turning out to be just the start of his efforts at the Showboat Hotel. Blotstein tells the Associated Press he also plans a retractable domed outdoor concert hall that can fit 800, excuse me, 8,000 fans. What he says will be New York, or excuse me, New Jersey's largest arcade, an outdoor beer garden, and an extension of the boardwalk to create a sun deck near the sand dunes. It will add at least, it will add at least $29 million to the amount he plans for the Showboat, which ceased to operate as a casino in 2014.
1: The California Department of Education says public school enrollment dropped by more than 160,000 this academic year. That's by far the biggest decline in the state in years and the clearest picture yet of the pandemic's devastating toll on public schools. The data made public today shows that the decline was driven by several factors brought on by the pandemic. Fewer parents enrolled their children in kindergarten, and some students left public schools for other learning environments. The departures were led by white students who account for just 22% of California's public school population, but represented half those who left. That's prompted fears about exacerbating California's education disparities.
0: Coming up next, Wisconsin Governor vetoes GOP bills directing federal COVID-19 spending your daily political update when News Center 88 returns, right after this. So there's this guy in your office and he just finished rehab, and
2: you don't know how to act around him. Okay, here's a few tips. Don't call him a loser. Do call him Larry, unless his name is John, then call him John. Don't remove the glue from the company envelopes, he's
0: not going to snip them. Do expect him to meet all his deadlines, and don't be surprised when he doesn't. Oh, hey, don't make fun of his addiction. You can, however, make fun of his 80s haircut. For more tips on how to support a recovering user, or if you'd like to become one, call 1-800-662-HELP. Today, a new creature walks among us,
2: causing fear, mayhem, and injury.
0: Stay back, children.
2: Look out for the dreaded digital deadwalkers. With faces pressed against their little handheld
3: devices, they put all good citizens in harm's way. Oh, hey, dude, I'm walking here. Oh, I, sorry, I didn't see you.
2: A public service message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons who want to keep everyone well-connected with healthy bones.
0: Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Mike Stanley.
1: And I'm Zane Bowles. A report by the Inspector General for the U.S. Department of... Homeland Security finds that federal agents deployed to Portland, Oregon last summer to quell racial justice protests didn't have the proper training and equipment and had no plan for operating without the help of local police, who were ordered to stand down by the city. The report says 755 federal DHS agents policed protests in Portland following the murder of George Floyd in Minneapolis. Two months into their deployment, the cost reached $12.3 million, The report also found the militarized agents did not wear consistent uniforms.
0: The leaders of Russia and China have put aside their raw-worded disputes with U.S. President Joe Biden long enough to pledge international cooperation on cutting climate-wrecking coal and petroleum emissions. Those leaders and dozens of others were part of a live-streamed summit today showcasing America's return to the fight against global warming after former President Donald Trump's withdrawal. Biden made an ambitious pledge to cut by at least one-half the damaging fumes that America is pumping out. There were also important pledges from Japan, Canada, and South Korea, too, though specifics were lacking from Russia, China, and most others. Biden said the world faces, quote, a moment of peril, but a moment of opportunity, unquote.
1: The Senate has passed legislation to combat the rise of hate crimes against Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders. The measure would expedite the review of hate crimes and provide support for local law enforcement in response to thousands of reported violent incidents in the past year. The House is expected to consider a similar bill in the coming weeks. Police have been noted a, sorry, police have seen a noted uptick in such crimes against Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders during the coronavirus pandemic. The Senate's bipartisan denunciation of such violence is a modest step toward legislating in a chamber where most of President Joe Biden's agenda has stalled.
0: four members of Congress from dairy-producing states have again introduced legislation to prevent the labeling of products from nuts, seeds, and plants as milk. They say it's misleading to, to consumers. The bipartisan bill has 33 co-sponsors in the U.S. House. It calls on the Food and Drug Administration to enforce its regulations that define milk and cream and stop the labeling of plant-based products as milk, yogurt, or cheese. U.S. Representative Peter Welch of Vermont says dairy farmers are already struggling to survive and are now facing a growing threat from the misleading practice of marketing plant-based products as milk or dairy products.
1: Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers has vetoed a package of Republican-authored bills that would have directed how the state would spend $3.2 billion in federal COVID-19 relief money. Evers today also announced that up to $420 million in that money coming to the state would go toward a grant program targeting small businesses. One of the bills he vetoed would have directed $200 million toward small businesses, an amount Evers said, quote, won't cut it for me, unquote. Evers also previously vetoed a Republican bill that would have given the legislature, rather than Evers, control over the spending of the federal money.
0: And coming up, Kyle Weiss will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Ron Sark will be in with the FM88 Sports Report. Stay with us.
1: We all share a common journey. We wanted to serve our country and protect the things we love. But for some of us, coming home was more of a challenge than we expected. In the service, we had each other's backs. But as veterans, it can sometimes feel like we're all alone.
3: For confidential support, call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1, chat at veteranscrisisline.net, or text
2: 838255.
1: Here's your cappuccino, Miss.
2: Great, thanks.
1: Coffee with cream?
2: Look. Almost half of all new STD infections are among young people 15 to 24 years old. Yet most infections have no symptoms. The only way to know for sure is to be tested. So GYT, get yourself tested. Visit GYTnow.org to find an STD testing location near you. A message from CDC.
0: G'day Mikes, my name is Dango Mick and I've come all the way from Australia in search of a creature that's spelled W-M-U-L. I guess it's a woman. It's known only to exist on
3: the Marshall campus, and its boy has been known to induce a dependency on a wide variety of music that only it can supply. Crocky, there it is now, and it's attacking
0: another radio station. Oh, but don't worry, kiddies, it'll be all right. It's only nature.
2: Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Kyle Weiss and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. It's a cloudy 52 degrees out today, with a humidity of about 45 percent and a west wind of about 10 miles an hour. Partly cloudy conditions will likely stick around for the rest of the day, with tonight's low in the 30s. The pollen count today is expected to be on the high side and likely to be moderate tomorrow. Friday expected to be cloudy with sunshine expected later in the day, with a high of 63 and a low of 43. Thanks to these cold temperatures, the National Weather Service in Charleston has issued a freeze warning in our area until Friday morning. As for the weekend, Saturday is looking like a good day to have an umbrella, with rainfall expected midday and will likely continue through Sunday morning, with a high of 58 and a low of 47. Sunday early morning rainfall is expected, but likely to be mostly cloudy for the remainder of the day, with a high in the mid-60s. Today's weather word of the day is entrainment. The entrainment is the process by which dry air outside of a cloud is mixed into a cloud. Currently outside the WMEL studios, it's a cloudy 52 degrees. That's your Metro Huntington weather forecast for News Center 88. I'm Kyle Weiss. Thanks, Kyle. Now Ryan
0: Sirk joins us with the FM 88 Sports Report.
3: Thanks, guys. In college basketball news, Central Michigan is hiring Kentucky assistant Tony Barbie as its next men's basketball head coach, according to ESPN. Cameron Krutwig, who helped Loyola Chicago reach the Final Four as a freshman and return to the Sweet 16 as a senior this year, has decided to turn pro and skip his final year of eligibility. A quick football update. Dave Gettleman insists he would trade back in the NFL draft and called it an urban myth that he's unwilling despite never having done so in his eight years as a general manager with the New York Giants and Carolina Panthers. NFL owners approved a series of new rules Wednesday for the 2021 season, including one that will expand the influence of replay officials amid ongoing demands from coaches for more oversight of game day officials. On to Major League Baseball. Pirates third baseman Cabrian Hayes has aggravated his left wrist injury while taking batting practice, delaying his potential return to the majors. San Diego Padres right-hander Danielson Lamette left his season debut Wednesday after two scoreless innings because of a right forearm tightness. The Houston Astros have reached a 1-year contract extension with veteran catcher Martin Maldonado, general manager James Click announced. In NBA news, Golden State Warriors star Steph Curry Steph Curry's 11-game winning 11-game streak of scoring at least 30 points ended Wednesday night during a 118-114 loss to the Washington Wizards. Houston Rockets guard Kevin Porter Jr. will miss time because of a violation of the NBA's health and safety protocols stemming from visiting a Miami Strip club with teammate Sterling Brown that resulted in Brown being assaulted, according to ESPN. Washington Wizards rookie forward Denny Avidja suffered a season-ending hairline fracture in his right ankle during Wednesday night's game. In other sports news, A group of Manchester United supporters broke into the club's Carrington training base in protest at the failed plans for a European Super League before leaving after a conversation with manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Bundesliga clubs will move into mandatory quarantine for the final two rounds of the season as a preventative measure against further fixture postponements due to COVID-19. That will do it for the FM88 Sports Report. For the FM88 Sports team, I'm Ryan Serk.
0: Thanks, Ryan. When we return on New Center 88, couple crashes own wedding. Stay with us to find out more right after this on New Center 88.
2: Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council.
1: Ever think of yourself as a human garbage can?
2: Why can't you be more like him? Do you think you need to eat that? Nice hair. Did you use a weed whacker? Are you really that dense? Quit being a wuss.
3: Baby, I love you. But either put out or get out. You're educated way beyond your intelligence.
2: She wouldn't have done anything that stupid. Maybe you should start wearing more makeup. Stop being such a baby. Everyone else is doing it.
1: Negative comments with or without peer pressure can damage not only a person's self-esteem but may also create bad consequences. Whether it's verbal or physical, trash is trash, and only you have the power to put a lid on it. So don't allow yourself to become someone else's garbage can. This message about self-esteem is from your friends at WMUL. Are you tired of missing your favorite WMUL programming? No worries. Check out WMUL's online archive at marshall.edu/slash WMUL. Every episode of our news and sports programming, every story from the New Center 88 and FM 88 sports teams, and much more. Marshall.edu/slash WMUL. And finally, today on New Center 88, you've heard of people crashing a wedding. Here's a case in which The people doing the crashing were the would-be newlyweds themselves. It happened in Florida where Courtney Wilson and Sinead Jones invited family and friends to their, quote, dream home and estate, unquote, for their nuptials, which featured a Saturday ceremony and a Sunday brunch. And that someone called police when Wilson showed up at the 16,300-square-foot mansion and told the owner that having the wedding there was God's plan. The owner's plan was to call police. The Associated Press reports it appears the couple thought the house, which was for sale, wasn't currently occupied. No charges were filed.
0: A $13,000 flute that went missing nearly a decade ago is back with its owner, after police recovered it from a Boston music store. The instrument was reported missing in 2012 after its owner left it in a taxi. The cold case heated up again recently when a man took the flute to a music store where a worker said the person wanted to get it appraised. The worker took the customer's contact info and took a photo of the flute and its serial number. The worker later realized it might be the flute that was reported missing in 2012 and called the police. When the customer was tracked down, he told police he'd bought the flute from someone he didn't know, but police say the man was actually the driver of the taxi where the instrument first went missing. It's unclear whether the man will face charges in the case.
1: And that does it for this edition of New Center 88. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University and the Tri-State area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Mike Staniel, sorry, Mike Stanley, Kyle Weiss, Ryan Serk, Dave Atkins, and the entire New Center 88 team, I'm Zane Bowles, and your thought of the day is, You tell the truth, you don't have to remember anything. Mark Twain.